Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tough Mothers Podcast with your host, Tammy Barrera. That's me. And I wanted to approach this a little bit different today. And as we move forward, there will constantly be changes because this is really not about me. It's about you. It's about your greatness that is inside of you, that the whole world needs. And I just want to give you the tools to go out there and live your best life. And also get with you, um, give you some tools that will guide you during those rough patches that take you in valleys that you either never saw coming or never thought would happen to you or you were living your best life and you thought these were things that were going to help you and then you noticed that maybe they weren't being a blessing to you and they don't serve you yet you're not sure how to rid yourself of them I'm definitely learning as I'm older that habits that I want to have change immediately, they don't. They don't change immediately because there are habits that are ingrained in me that had served me in the past. They had served me in the past to get what I needed And they were things that I felt I needed to do to feel loved, get attention, feel like I belong, be part of the group, be part of the gang. And I passed some of those along to my daughter. And now I'm learning that, nope, all those things that I did they didn't work and today what comes to mind real quick and easy are two things that hopefully I can give you a couple tools to help you out with and those two things will be procrastination and also right along with procrastination perfectionism and OCD my obsessive compulsive disorder in wanting things, uh, it, it, I'll explain how mine works and give you some tools. So first off, it was such a breath of fresh air to learn through books and readings, and I can't tell you who I picked it up from, um, yet it was such an eye-opener to me that procrastination it has nothing to do with you either being lazy or not wanting to do it or not making the time what procrastination has to do with is stress and when we're stressed out we are going to procrastinate our body needs to get into a a sense of normalcy for us and to get that normalcy that might be playing a game 
watching your favorite TV show from when you were a kid, watching a brand new movie, escaping what I would call the world. Because so much stress is built up and that's how procrastination begins. And that's how procrastination stays in function. It continues to loom over your head when you aren't dealing with your stress. And for me, I wasn't dealing with my stress. I wanted other people to deal with my stress for me. I wanted other people to make my life easier. And also at the same time, the stressors that are in my life are because of me. And unfortunately, as I was raising my daughter, I put those stressors on her. And not to say that that's fair or unfair, right or wrong. It's just something that I'm aware of. And I never wanted to put those stressors on her. I don't think we get up in the morning and say, hey, how can we ruin our children today? I don't think we get up and and say, hey, how can we pass on procrastination to our children? And when we believe procrastination is one thing and not kind of understand the science behind a procrastination, then we aren't doing anybody any favors. And so with that being said, you want to take hold of that and realize What are you creating in your life that has all these stressors? And which brings us right to perfectionism and OCD. You want the dishes clean, but seven-year-old child, well, they can't clean the dishes because they're not going to get all the dirt off. They're not going to dry them right. They're not going to use enough soap. They're not going to use enough hot water. They're not going to clean the dishes perfectly. They're not going to put them in the dishwasher in the right order. They're not going to put the cascade or whatever you're using inside your dishwasher in the right place. Ah, forget it. I just have had a long day. I'm exhausted. You know what? I'm going to do it myself. And... We do it ourselves because we have this idea that there is a way, which is our way, that works for us. And when our kids aren't doing those things, it's very tough. (laughs) It's very tough. And that's where, you know, another thing is being a tough mother is that it takes a tough person to say, hey, it's okay that little seven-year-old child didn't get it all off. It's okay that the perfect amount of water wasn't used. Do we want to see a piece of food on our plates? No. We can gently check them over and maybe redo those dishes that are definitely, you know, you want to be, you want to be, uh, sanitary. Don't get me wrong. At the same time, when we cringe or when we are unsure of how they're doing it and we want to teach them these certain ways to do it, 
they aren't all ways that are actually going to work for them. Just as when we were children and our parents wanted us to do things a certain way and you get older and you get out on your own and you're like, well, I see that we didn't use this much dishwashing liquid because that meant we had to get more dishwashing liquid and we didn't have the luxury of being able to do that. So now I understand why. And so that being said, it's very important that we take the stressors that we're dealing with that are causing our procrastination, that are causing our perfectionism and our OCD, I'm obsessive compulsive, Um, I like to count things, I like things to be in a certain order or a certain way for certain things. Yet that doesn't make me the cleanest person in the world. There are just certain things that I'm OCD about and I had to, or I chose to, see a therapist. Because when we drilled it down and I was pregnant with my daughter, my OCD and my perfectionism was eating up anywhere between four to five hours of my day, either redoing something processing twice as long in my head, overthinking, not being written right, not being exactly to the line, to the letter, not dotting every I, not crossing every T, and, you know, the paper's not all in the same direction, and the pens aren't all in the same, you know, container. And so... It was eating up so much of my time that once my therapist showed me that, I wanted that time back. I wanted that time for myself. And I was forever complaining that I didn't have enough time to take this special sudsy bath. I didn't have enough time to get this or that done. And when processing in my head and overthinking, I was thinking it was going to take all this time to do these things and how can I possibly fit them in my day and now I'm obsessed with the time and now I'm obsessed with how many minutes and then I'm obsessed with what it looks like and then my perfectionism kicks in and holy bananas. Well, I took that right in with my daughter before I had worked through things because it's been 16 years at this point and I took that right in with her and I wanted to make sure that her clothes looked really pretty. I wanted to make sure that her face was always clean. I wanted to make sure that she had the perfect diaper on and that the tabs were on equal sides. I wanted to make sure she always smelled good. I wanted to make sure that everything about what we did was perfect. That she had the right, you know, stroller, the right bouncy, the right this. And if she got them dirty, oh, heaven forbid. And so it was like, oh my gosh, I have to do laundry right away. Oh my gosh, I have to do this right away. And I was just eating into my own time that I should have been spending more with her and bonding with her. But I was so concerned about the outer world that I just lost myself. And so to this day, I work on these things. So what I do is when I notice that 
something isn't exactly how I would have wanted it 10 years ago, I, I asked myself three questions. Does it matter? Is it necessary? Do you have the time? And if I get a no to any one of those questions, it needs to stay that way. So what? I put the staple in the papers and the staple didn't fall in the right place, according to me. Let it go. They can still use it. It's still going to work. It's not necessary. I do not have the time. And it's, it's just not important. And that's another thing I ask. Is it important? Is it necessary? And I like to make sure that, you know, do you have the time? Because when you are saying yes to fixing the staple, you're saying no to giving your time to something else that might be way more important than where the staple fell on the paper. And how many boxes you made or how many letters you wrote. If you're rewriting every letter or you want everything to be, shall we say, perfect, again, we're, we're talking about time. And that's how I wanted it with my daughter. I didn't even send out thank yous. I ended up emailing people thank yous because I, was, I couldn't even get started because I wanted them to be perfect. I wanted to say the right words. I wanted to put it down on the paper. And by the time I had processed all that in my head, I think six months had gone by. I'm raising my daughter. It, it never happened. All because I was concerned about how it fell on the paper, how it fell, fell on the thing. So all I'm saying is, is that ask yourself those three questions. Whether you obsessively need a pencil in the same spot or you aesthetically need to look at something a certain way is it important is it necessary and do you have the time and for that I just wanted to hop on here and uh, just chit chat with you and always when listening grab your favorite beverage light a candle give this time to yourself so thank you so much for listening and uh, tune in next time